0: Good morning. This is the blog for the 1st of April, and we're talking about the church. The church, the body of Christ, both local and universal, the priesthood of all believers, given life by the Spirit and endowed with the Spirit's gifts to worship God and proclaim the gospel, promoting justice and love. As I look up from my computer and look at the bookshelves in front of me, I can see all sorts of books about church, an introduction to ecclesiology, practical church management, your church and the law, the future of the parish system, Christian priest today, purpose-driven church, what makes churches grow? Ministry in three dimensions, issues in the Church of England, setting your church free, And in essence they are all redundant there will be no churches in the new creation paul wrote to the church in corinth for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when completeness comes what is in part disappears for now we see only a reflection as in a mirror then we shall see face to face now i know in part Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. You may recognise that, of course, from 1 Corinthians 13. Paul is talking to a church about being church. They had got much of it fundamentally wrong. This chapter focuses on the command to love. We need faith and we need hope. But in the new creation where we see face to face, know him fully and are fully known and completeness has come, we will be holy as he is holy. We won't need faith because we will see him. We won't need hope because all our hopes will be fulfilled. We will need love because that is the currency of the new creation. That is why it is the greatest of these three. It is the one that endures forever. The picture we see in Revelation is of the final judgment, the destruction of evil and death and the remaking of both heaven and earth. There is no crystal sea separating God from his people. The holy city descends looking like a bride for Christ, the wife of the lamb. The city, or bride, Shines with the brilliance of the glory of God, like the brilliance of many jewels, and with a street of pure gold. There is no temple, no building to house the presence of God, for God Himself is present. No night, only day, radiated from God's glory. Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will any one who does what is shameful or deceitful. But only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. It says in Revelation 21, verse 27. This is perfection. There is a river of life running through the city and the trees of life growing beside it, rooted in the water of life. Creation comes full circle to an eternal completion and perfection. Only now, generations of multiplication in obedience to the first command to go forth and multiply have taken place, and the people called out, that is meaning of the ecclesia, the church, are presented as the bride for the husband who took no wife in his earthly life. Jesus and his church, promised and forever united. None of that comes from any of those books I mentioned earlier. This is the perfect church. You don't belong to the perfect church, yet. You never will in this life. We need to get over it. So what can we aspire to now? Well, in, first in Galatians three twenty there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, There is nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. To be in Christ, to be guided by, submit to, identify with, to be centred on Christ, our Saviour, is the first thing that a church seeks to do. Secondly, from John seventeen twenty-two to 23, I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. To be unified in that identity as in Christ, modelling on the unity of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thirdly, from John 13 34 to 35, a new command I give you love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. That we love one another is so that others will see the love he pours out onto us overflowing. Fourthly, from Luke 24, verses 48 to 49. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. To be witnesses and be a place of the Spirit's power to go make disciples and teach them all Jesus commanded. Fifthly, from 1 Timothy four sixteen, Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So we're called to worship in spirit and in truth, holding one another accountable both for what we believe and what we do, to hold to God's truth revealed. And then sixthly, to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God, Micah 6, 8. As Jesus's body, we are his hands and his feet, serving, challenging, and loving in his name. So in summary, the church, the body of Christ, both local and universal, the priesthood of all believers, given life by the Spirit and endowed with the Spirit's gifts to worship God and proclaim the gospel, promoting justice and love. Yep, that just about sums it up until he comes again. Then we will be complete. Until then, we strive to be the church of Christ not just come to church, come Holy Spirit, lead on. Amen.